the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. And now, we return to the purveyors of real estate knowledge. Your Real Estate Chalk Talk. 651-775-9194. Call the number, dial it up, give her a -a -a ring-a-ling-a-ling. You even fell in love with me as a chunky. Yeah, you were a big fat cow. (laughs) As a chunky one, yes. All right, we're talking with Dr. Neil Shaw, running for governor for the great state of Mm -hmm. Minnesota. And and, uh, I want to turn our attention, if we can, to the Second Amendment, gun rights. Uh, you know, there's there part of what we talked about with law enforcement and with, with the policing and safety and, and home safety and all that is our ability and our right to protect ourselves. And so if I, I know that the way the laws are written right now, I have an obligation. If someone comes into my house mm-hmm. and threatens me, and I'm standing there with a gun in my hand saying, get out of my house, and he pursues me, mm-hmm. I'm obligated to run out to the run back away. door. That's right. Right? Yep. And I don't want to run out the back door. Yeah. I, I don't even know if I could get out the back I door. I want to eliminate the threat. <laughs> right. And and the same thing with going into the, the city with the carjackings and the mm. and the muggings and the robberies and the violent crime that's up. And as a, and as a, as a, as a woman realtor, mm-hmm. right, going into the city. Yeah. Showing houses and then, you know, add the pink car to it. I mean, you know, it's just, right, <laughs> yeah, a blend target. of a target. Right? Yeah. So when someone smashes my window and tries to drag me out the car, yeah. I want to be able to defend myself yeah. and I don't want to have to worry about that I'm going to be the one going to jail. Right. So how right. do we correct that and what steps could you take as governor to kind of move that forward? forward? Yeah, I mean, uh, gun rights in the state are, are in a shambles. Uh, you know, you'll you'll get uh, the typical career politicians on the right saying gun taxes babies and not believing any of those things, right? That's what our base wants, so they say some platitudes about it. Do they live the Second Amendment? Can they explain why we have the Second Amendment? Can they explain what happens if you ignore the Second Amendment? Um, they don't understand any of those things. You know, I carry a Glock every day to keep my family safe, keep my coworkers safe. If someone's going to try to carjack me, I'm going to defend myself and I have the tools to do so. What am I supposed to do when my kids are in the back of the minivan mm-hmm. and someone tries to break my window and pull me out? That's not going to end well for them. We need to change the, ground, the uh, laws in this state to stand your ground. If someone is trying to hurt you, or cause great bodily injury or kill you, uh, you have the right to stand your ground and defend yourself with deadly force. That's it. Um, this isn't going out looking for trouble. This is someone mm-hmm. comes to you and wants to right. do harm mm-hmm. to you. Right. And even in laws that have stand your ground, even in states that have those laws on the books, you can't go looking to be a vigilante. Right. This is what the left likes to caricature it at. It is you lose the uh, cloak of innocence the minute you go looking for trouble. So you want to walk down the block yelling something racist and someone shoot, you know, no, you're going to go yeah, to jail. Right. Uh, so we just want the ability to defend our homes, our families, our businesses mm-hmm. when people want to do us harm. And we don't want the malicious prosecution from the state that Kyle Rittenhouse went through. Right. That's all we want. If someone breaks into your house in the middle of the night, they are not there to do good things. Right. Right? And the threat. And I don't want to have to 
justify and explain, well, were you really under bodily threat or yeah. could you have or would you? you know, no. It's easy to look back with 2020 vision, yep. but in the moment, right. when you've got <laughs> right. you know, 0.3 of, of a second That's right. to make a decision. I'm, I'm going to assume you're trying to hurt me. <laughs> There's no other reason that you should be in my house yeah, against exactly. my will at 3 in the exactly. morning. Exactly, yeah. yes. So we're going to end the threat. So, and break the window to get in yeah. Yeah, or whatever. Or whatever. And, and the other thing, the other uh, thing the left likes to ignore is that the majority of Nick's checks have been from first-time gun buyers, women, and minorities. So, the, at, Nick, well, so this is like a federal background check. So okay. you fill out a form. They do this a national... I forgot what the NICS stands for, okay. but it's the check that gets done through the FBI. There's a lot of problems with it. It doesn't oh. work very well. Um, but it's a measure of how many gun sales are occurring okay? Oh, okay. Uh, through a licensed dealer. And when they do exit interviews on who's buying guns, it's first-time gun owners. It's people who live in minority communities. It's people who live in high-crime neighborhoods that have been uh, ignored by the career politicians and the radical left. And they just want the chance to defend their, their families and their businesses. Those are the new gun owners. The left likes to caricature us as like, you know, me buying AR number 15. That's just not true. That's not who's choosing to exercise their God-given right. It is women. So um, we have a whole new generation of gun owners that are realizing Mm -hmm. why we have the Second Amendment. And you don't have to look any further than Australia about what happens when you give your Second Amendment up. Mm -hmm. They put you in internment camps if you're COVID positive. So this is, again, a great time for us to restore gun rights, not expand them. We're restoring rights that have been stolen from us over time. So we need constitutional carry. I don't go ask the government for permission to speak my mind. I'm not going to ask the government for permission to carry a pistol. That's what constitutional carry is. And people who are still prohibited from carrying a firearm are still prohibited from carrying a firearm. But the definition of a criminal is someone who doesn't follow the law. Right. Murder is illegal. Right. Murder happens right. every other day in North Minneapolis. Right. Okay, um, The people that get affected by these laws are law-abiding citizens who are just trying to keep themselves safe. And you have the, the 12 highest crime cities in the country are now run, are run by Democratic mayors and, and uh, political establishments. So obviously the policies that they're putting forward. Well, they have the, strict, the strictest gun control laws are in Chicago. And Chicago is significantly less safe than Kabul, Afghanistan. Okay, so now let's turn. Let's turn to uh, to uh, the economy and taxes and regulations because the two kind of go hand in hand. We've graduated now to the highest tax state in the in the union. <laughs> so uh, you know, I'm thrilled to be number one in something because it certainly isn't in football. So what what's the reason for it? Uh, the reason for it is the tax and spend philosophy by the career political class and people like Senators Jensen, Benson, and Gazelka who claim they want to reduce taxes. Uh, they have not. In fact, they've increased taxes. Uh, they'll sit up there and lie and say, no, 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 we've never increased taxes. Uh, BS. One tax that I pay every quarter is called the sick tax or the provider tax. It's remitted by all hospitals and physicians. It was set to sunset. It was set to go away. It's a 2% top-line revenue tax, meaning you get no deductions against it, very few. And uh, it was set to go away. They reinstated it at 1.8%. So they raised taxes 1.8%. And they said, no, 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 we cut it from 2 to point to 1.8. Mm-hmm. And no one's bright enough to call them out. And the party won't even stand up and be like, no, you're actually lying. You increased it from zero, which right. is what it was going which to was be, going to, to 1.8. And then you, and you lie and claim. So th- there's an addiction to spending. And we can talk about it as it goes to this budget surplus. But it's really a $10 billion budget surplus. It's talked about a 77 there's a holdback, and the holdback is because the career politicians didn't want to end up. They want to 
rainy day slush fund. Mm-hmm. Okay, what happens when the economy turns down and your household needs to make it through that thing? What do you do? You cut your expenses. Mm-hmm. What should the government do if there's a downturn? Cut their expenses. But instead, they have this rainy day fund, so they continue to spend your tax dollars on their pet pork projects right. in St. Paul and not return that money back to you. There's $10 billion of your money and my money that they are holding against our will, and it deserves to be back in your pocket, my pocket, so we can invest in our homes, our kids, and our businesses. There's a refusal to do that because there's an addiction to spending on both sides. Republicans have had the House and the Senate, and they continue to increase the size of the budget. This is how the budget negotiation negotiation went mm-hmm. this year. It was $50 billion. The Republicans wanted to increase it to 50 but one. The Democrats wanted to increase it to 53 How about you walk into that negotiation saying, I want to reduce it to 45 mm-hmm. You know the Democrats are going to want to tax and spend their way into your pocket. Right. But how about we get the Republicans to actually do their job? Most people don't know these things, and the party establishment continues to put forward legislators who are going to vote for tax increases and increases the size of scope of government. We need to shrink government by 20 or 30% at a minimum. And we need to do that over a period of time where we can adapt to it. But we need to create a pro-business, pro-jobs creation environment in this state. Would you want to move here from another state and start a business? Would you want to take your successful (laughs) startup and remain in Minnesota? We have one of the best workforces in the nation. And we are hemorrhaging tax base because of a regulatory environment that is unforgiving to business and a tax environment that does not let you keep the fruits of your labor. And then all of that money goes to the government, and they waste it on a $7 million uh, rest station. They waste it on giving money to failing public schools. And then they go back and tell you they didn't increase your taxes. We have got a minute and a half left here. Just as a wrap-up, why would someone vote for you? as opposed to someone else who is also running for governor on the conservative side of the ticket. Yeah, I mean, if you think that sending another career politician to St. Paul is going to do something different than it's done for the last 25 statewide elections where we've lost, then I'm not sure I can help you. The time is now to do something different. The chessboard is laid out for a massive red wave, but it's incumbent on us to send the correct person to St. Paul or people to St. Paul and we need to send people who not only are going to take the fight to Tim Walls and the radical left in the general, but are actually going to govern the way they said they would when they got into it. Do you think a career politician is going to miraculously wake up and all of a sudden start re- de- re- uh, defending the Constitution and acting responsibly? They will not. So it's the time to choose someone different who can win and who will govern as a constitutional conservative in this state. Thank you so much for coming Thank in. Thank you. That's it for this week on Your Real Estate Chalk Talk. Have a wonderful, wonderful Christmas, and we'll see you next time. You've been listening to your Real Estate Chalk Talk with the Hitner Group, the leaders of the number one Coldwell Banker Burnett real estate team in Minnesota. If you want to get more when you sell and pay less when you buy, call 612-627-8000 or go online to hitnergroup.com. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. And I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.